Hey everyone, I am Tucker Dixon, and this is your weekly recap. Carl started us off by putting his money where his mouth is, which also put the Kuzaroos in a sad state where for Carl to win, they would have to vote for Hillary Clinton, which seems like suicide to me. Vinny's creep, on the other hand, believed that the foundation for a strong family is to probe your sisters about their love of Jesus Christ. Now before I end my recap, I want to give you all the information I have that will lead to the rest of Bill and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Let's talk about my beard. It's not real. No shit. Well, it was real, but you see, I got sick and all the hair fell out, so I had to wear this fucking thing. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman who wasn't clean. Everybody, welcome to the Creep Off, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host Vinny. Joining me as always, it's my co-host Hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Good to see you, my friend. Merry Christmas. It's good to see you. It's even better to see our guest today. Joining us from Arizona today, it's the man who, without maybe the Creep Off, wouldn't have existed. He's the man who introduced us, Carl. That's true. It's Kevin. Oh, hey, hey. my former yeah, that is true. What's up, Kevin? How you guys doing? Good to see you. Yeah, man, you really fucked up. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Introducing you two of you. I don't know. Do you have any other friends that are really fucked up that we can maybe get out of here? I don't. I don't have any other friends. <laughs> to be honest with you, you guys are it. Well, we have a lot of things we're celebrating today, and uh, before we get, wait, wait a second, hold on. Um, hmm. I just got a weird email. Sorry, guys. Okay. It's from uh, Tucker Dixon. Oh, I thought he was dead. Yeah, he must have dodged a bullet. I don't know. This is really horrible to hear. It uh, says, uh, please see attached for the real recap. The last one was just in jest. I adore Miss Clinton. I would have <laughs> deleted the last email, but I couldn't figure out how. I am so saddened by my original words. I am going to shoot myself twice in the back of my own head. Please listen to the attached file as proof. Furthermore, any donations for my untimely death from overdose slash suicide slash car crash <laughs> should be given to the great charity, the Clinton Foundation. Anyways, Tucker out. Hashtag Hillary 2024. All right, let's give it a here. It's here. Hey, Vinny. I am Tucker Dixon, and I am sad. I am suicide to me. I give you money to Clinton. The foundation. Anyways, Tucker out. Jeez, Tucker, another, another suicidal guy talking about Hillary Clinton. I can't believe it. It's really What are the chances? I don't know what it is. Every time somebody, you know, gets a little close to the Clintons. They get real depressed. For they some get reason. very sad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just that uh, holiday depression. Carl, it's Carl's birthday as well. Hey, buddy. Hey, happy buddy. birthday. Well, Day thanks. after your birthday. Happy well, birthday. Thank you very much. I mean, after Stuttering John saying me happy birthday, I feel like that was really the pinnacle. Stuttering John saying you happy birthday? How yeah. did I know about this? I played it on uh, WATP. 
Oh, this week. So, <laughs> check that out. Who are these podcasts? Never heard. Where of you it. can hear the other show that I do. The other show that you do that would be this one. Yes, the one you pay no attention to. Oh, uh, I I disagree, my friend. I brought a brilliant case last week. I had bullet point after bullet point of why Hillary Clinton is the biggest creep from Arkansas. I thought I nailed it. She's not from Arkansas. Well, plus, you had to bring in a stupid fucking reality TV show star. How am I going to compete with that? He diddled his sisters. He diddled yeah. his sisters, Carl. His own flesh and blood. He was diddling them, and then he was watching videos of three months old getting fucked. Yeah, but he has so many sisters. Where else are you supposed to meet girls in Arkansas? Duly noted, but <laughs> you know where you fucked up, Carl? Where did I fuck up? You fucked up when you thought that... Uh, Hillary Clinton could possibly win anything. Here's the uh, results. No, <laughs> fuck that. Vinny <laughs> uh, with 51% of the vote. God, that was close. Oh, buddy. Hold on. Here comes the celebration. Carl's gonna spin. He's gonna spin. Spin the wheel today. Happy birthday, dickhead. Spin the fucking wheel and a Merry Christmas to you. Jesus. Are we adding anything to the wheel before I spin it? We are, but okay. I just need to say this before we move on. Yeah. Winhausen for the Winhausen. Fuck yeah. Excelsior, <laughs> true believers. Excelsior, true believers. Vinny. I, I will say that one, spin. once again, I think that that uh, vote count was a little messed up. Whenever Hillary's involved, there's some uh, things going on with the vote that I, I think are a little <laughs> bit suspicious. A lot more votes than usual. Okay. Well, on this vote. I don't know, Vinny. I think a lot of people want to see you spin that fucking wheel. Yeah, I guess so. Before we go too far, we need to remind you this is a contest. We will be resetting everything to zero, and Carl will be spinning the wheel today. Now, about the wheel. I have removed the Twitch stream because you already have to do that. We're Correct. still waiting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening. And it's happening. Uh, the seven-second porn challenge is already off of there. Yep. But I have added a brand new one to the wheel, ladies and gentlemen. If you land on this square, Carl, you have to go to church. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. That's get, the worst. And I get to pick the church. Oh. Oh. That's even worse than the yeah, worst. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking recommendations, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Oh, there's one right down the street from me. Can I just walk over there? Yeah, you're going to Joel Osteen's church. <laughs> 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 I'm sending you somewhere, motherfucker. It's going to be very yeah. good. So that is possibly on the wheel. He, Carl might have to go to church. Tis the season for miracles. Wow. Kevin, usually when we have a guest on, they want to play the game, but you flat out refused. What's up with that? Um, I'm just unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> I just I didn't think I would be able to get it together in time, so I was like, uh, I'll, I'll I'll opt out. Okay. Well, that means that since you don't have a stake in the game, any of your comments about how Carl's Creep might be better than mine should be stricken from the record. What? I want to hear the impartialness of Kevin. I as will we be go through our creeps. Yes, I will I be as want, impartial as possible. I almost want to let Kevin be the judge and not even put it up to vote. Just let <laughs> Kevin decide. It'd be like nah, it's a be, lot of pressure. He would be so yeah. uncomfortable. It would be fun to watch. I can't wait to hear all the the Reddit posts. This fucking guy came back and he's now he's the judge. Yeah, I think we should have Dorkel's judge. Who is <laughs> <fucking biggest creep. laughs> He's more reliable than Kevin. Uh, can, yeah. Can Dorkel's come out to play? <laughs> Why, sure. Uh, it's okay, never mind. So, 
I should have yeah. gotten Dorkles to talk about Hillary Clinton. I dropped the ball on that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we could enlist Dorkles. I, I didn't even mention that she's a lizard person. I didn't even bring that up. Dorkles was gone deep. <laughs> of course she is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she can't sweat. <laughs> Just like a reptile. <laughs> if you look really close, you'll see the scales. <laughs> Not the scales of justice, mind you. Just no, <laughs> the reptile scales. I saw her tail fall off once. I dropped. You know, the reptiles can do that. This is how. This is what would have put me over the top. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have thoughts on your picks, but we'll get to those in the voicemails. Are you great. ready to start a contest? This week's theme is very simple. It's Christmas, Carl. Oh yeah, it's another Christmas theme creep up. Let's get it going. Since you won, Vinny, you're up first. Well, Carl. There's nothing I like more than family celebrating together at the holidays. And uh, that's just what my creep, William Wallace, did. And he made sure his entire family was together, no matter the circumstances, on Christmas morning to open gifts. Very good. William Wallace, was that the guy who was fighting for freedom in Scotland a few hundred years ago? Yeah. I would not confuse these two. Oh, is that the same guy? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. It'd be no. fun if there was a cute anecdote from his well, life. William Wallace was, at the time of this, this is, we're going back to 2011. And ladies and gentlemen, not going to give you a huge backstory today. Thank you. He was married to a smoke show. Oh, okay. A 26-year-old named Zazel Preston. Great looking lady. Zazelle. Mm. Zazelle. During their marriage, though. <laughs> Kevin is Googling that. Like, oh, I'll, hmm. I'll be the judge. <laughs> yes. Smoke show, Lucy. <laughs> and, then, and then two minutes later. Jagging it, jagging it, jagging it, jack. Fucking uh, Kevin Tubin over there. <laughs> Preston suffered, unfortunately, repeated abuse from Wallace. Preston and Wallace had, at the time of what we're going to discuss, Christmas Eve 2011, they had a seven-week-old son living with them in Anaheim, as well as Preston's two other children from her previous relationship, a three-year-old and an eight-year-old. It's a story of a lovely lady. Oh, she was a fucking punching bag. <laughs> <laughs> so now that would have been a funnier Brady Bunch. Because <laughs> it doesn't hold up. Honestly, uh, it's, it's not funny anymore. No. But it, She's in the center square of all the kids with a fucking black eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's a story of a woman who doesn't listen. <laughs> she decided she was going to pursue her dreams, Kevin and Carl. She decided that she was going to become a domestic violence counselor. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going to say victim. <laughs> I thought that was her, we're her goal. There. Okay. We're getting there. <laughs> and she was able to get there. And she was weeks away from graduating at the time. Okay. She chose to do this partly by her experiences with Wallace, who had served time for beating her and has been under a restraining order before he persuaded Preston to get back together with him in the house. So it's Christmas Eve. They're back together. He's living in the house, even though there's a restraining order against him, and he probably shouldn't be there to begin with. Well, I mean... It's a seven-week-old kid. What bad could happen? And, I mean, how bad could their relationship have been? I mean, only people in the family said that he was constantly threatening to murder her. <laughs> and uh, Preston's grandmother testified to finding Preston laying in the fetal position in the street after her alleged beating once. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> on another occasion, she got a phone call from Preston while she was hiding from Wallace in a convenience store bathroom. Okay. Maybe, maybe he was in a mood that day. You know, yeah. not everybody's are... perfect all the time. I could go into the history <laughs> of what a piece of shit William Wallace is, but I think I'm just going to focus, like I said, on Christmas Eve. The only witnesses to the event were the eight-year-old daughter and the three-year-old daughter of Zazel Preston. And we are going off of the court testimony, guys. Now, during the trial... 
Oh, yeah, because eight-year-olds and three-year-olds are super reliable. Well, at the time yeah, she exactly. testified, she was 17. So, like, this took a while to go to trial, and All you'll right. find out why in a minute. She said that Wallace and Preston were arguing when they returned from a holiday Christmas party at one of their neighbors in another apartment. Okay. So they came both home drunk. They left the seven-week-old, the three-year-old, and the eight-year-old home alone, apparently. Mm-hmm. They got With home. the TV on? I hope so. I mean, if, the, if the TV was on, then it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it was 2011. Kids were different back then. It's okay. They made the door handle real hot so burglars couldn't get in. (laughs) (laughs) The daughter described Wallace punching Preston in the face multiple times and then slamming Preston through their glass coffee table. (laughs) Never going to have a glass coffee table with a maniac in the house. It's not a good decision. (laughs) She went right through this glass table and was not moving, according to the eight-year-old. And Preston was just laying there, and our boy William Wallace... So wait a second, which NFL team did this guy play for? You didn't even mention Not that. an NFL. Oh, okay. <laughs> this guy has high hopes, but there's no team that's touching him. He wasn't him. the running back for the Jets? All right. No. Oh, my bad. No. After she went through the table, apparently there was lots of pieces of glass just stabbing this woman. Yeah. Sticking into her. Wallace was like, all right, we'll fix her right up. And he had the eight-year-old pull out the pieces of glass from her unresponsive mother. <laughs> Then he said, I'm going to go clean her up. And he dragged her by her legs to the bathroom, picked her up and threw her into the bathroom. And she landed in the tub (laughs) and just stayed there not moving, according to the daughter. Mm -hmm. The daughter said, after she hit her head, I think she was passed away. He took her to the bedroom and put her down to sleep while she was already dead. Mm, well, dead I mean, or an eight-year-old isn't qualified to say this. <laughs> exactly. But, dead or concussed, you don't want to just put them down. But the, daughter, <laughs> but the daughter did have one interesting thing, point to make there. She said, that's what I remember because she was cold. Mm. Mm. Oof. Okay. Oof. I don't think you get cold that quickly. See, I, right there, I've been like, objection, Your Honor. Are we really taking medical information from this eight-year-old? Well, we don't know how long the time span is over this. This is a couple hours. The daughter said she and her younger sister woke up the next morning and went out to open gifts. (laughs) Yeah, why not? As one does. It's Christmas after all. Absolutely. So Christmas is the time of year. You know, Wallace then dragged Preston's body by her arm into the living room and placed it on the living room couch. (laughs) The daughter said, I'm sleepy today, but she's going to hang out while you open presents. Close. (laughs) He then put a pair of sunglasses on her body. (laughs) What? And said, quote, Bobby got drunk and ruined Christmas. (laughs) Open your presents. Yeah. I remember trying to touch my mom, and she was just rock hard, cold. And I said, Mommy, and she didn't respond, the daughter said. She opened her present. It was a book called Snitches Get Stitches. Uh. <laughs> New Dr. Seuss title. <laughs> At the beginning of the trial, the prosecutors told jurors that Wallace, during a phone call Christmas morning with Preston's grandmother, who had called to say Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. said that he had, had told her, uh, sorry she can't come to the phone. Uh, we had been drinking, and quote, I tossed her around a little bit. And then he added, before he hung up, he said, well, you know, nice talking to you, but I'm on my way to the penitentiary. Oh, wow. Christmas in jail. Christmas in jail. (laughs) Had a little too much to drink. Tell you something, guys. (laughs) Ain't got no bail. Ain't got no bail. And I'm spending New Year's even to claim. Happy New Year. Wallace called 911 around 9.30 a.m. To report that his wife needed medical attention. 
When officers from the Anaheim Police Department arrived, Preston was slumped over the couch wearing the pair of sunglasses. <laughs> and they discovered that Zazel was on a strong response and she was pronounced dead. The good news is this motherfucker is convicted and he is going to be spending his life in jail. Okay. So William Wallace fucking dragged the corpse of these girls' mothers out to watch them open gifts. Merry fucking Christmas. Go ahead, Carl. That's a good Christmas creep, Vinny, and I appreciate the brevity of your story just now. You're welcome. I'm going to try to sum up that my story. That is your birthday gift. I'm going to try to sum up my story quickly, but there's a lot going on here between December 24th and December 26th of 1992. I'll just sum it up with this. Christmas time of 1992 in Dayton, Ohio would go down in history as the bloodiest murder spree the city had ever seen. Oh, come on. That was the bloodiest Dayton murder spree? Come on. I know. So it has to be pretty good. Marvelous Keen and his girlfriend, Laura Taylor. Now, they were hanging out with their friends, Heather Matthews and Demarcus Smith. Marvelous Keen was 19 years old at this time. His girlfriend, Laura Taylor, 16 years old at this time. And they used to... Being a gang together. You know what their gang was called? What's the, that? The Downtown Posse. Oh! <laughs> Remember, this is, this is 92. Okay? So they're wearing their big giant pants Dude. and they're walking around the Posse. That name is fat. <laughs> it's, it's fat as hell. Oh, man. All right, so you got these, these teenagers. And they hang out at this guy Bill McIntyre's apartment. It's like a crack house they all hang out at and, and do drugs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, at least he didn't do it at his grandma's. And then there's also um, Nicholas Woodson, Wendy Cottrell, Marvin Washington, and Jeffrey Wright, who will factor into the story. That's a lot of people. Let's start off, though, on December 24th. Marvelous Laura and Heather offered a guy they knew, Joseph Wilkerson, who's 34. I guess Laura knew this guy. They said, you know what, buddy? If you let us over to your house, we'll give you an orgy. So he's like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, 16-year-old seems, like, inappropriate, but whatever. The guy's like, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> so they go over there. They start drinking. And then the uh, Laura grabs Joseph and brings him into the bedroom. Not long after, the other two follow in there, and uh, they tie him to the bed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, never get tied down. You're not going to get off with this one, buddy. There's, Sorry. There, there's <clears throat> no one. Like, my wife, I've been married for 12 years, and I don't think she's ready to murder me yet, mm-hmm. but there ain't no way I'm getting tied down to anything. Yeah. Well, this guy, <laughs> a person I trust enough to tie me to a fucking thing. This guy got tied down to the bed, and then they decided they're going to ransack his house and steal shit. Listen to the list of things that you steal from a house in 1992. I got I, his gay boy. I got his gay boy. I, I find this hilarious. Their gang was called the Downtown Posse and was mostly made up of teenagers. Wrong track. Here we go. He stole a TV, cordless phone, microwave, blow dryer, and a curling iron and loaded the stolen <laughs> items into Joseph's car, a Buick. Is there anything more 90s than that? They got a microwave, a curling iron, He's... and they stole a Buick. He stole his Pog collection <laughs> and <laughs> Tamagotchi. They're, they're in there. They're stealing shit. And then they find out. Marvelous finds a 32 caliber Derringer in the garage. Uh-oh. And he comes in and he goes, hey, you got a gun, huh? And he decides to shoot him with his own gun. Yeah, wow. Well. Shoots him in the <laughs> chest. He's not dead yet. So then Laura, the 16-year-old, grabs the gun and shoots him in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now he's dead. See, what I like about that is that's teamwork. It is teamwork. I Correct. like teamwork. Yeah. People can work together. They so, were going to fuck him and then they killed him. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of the, a shitty deal for him. The old yeah. bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah. The old uh, the orgy old jail, murder. Jail bait and switch. <laughs> might right. be the name of this episode. After that, Laura came up with an idea of how to rob someone else. But it wasn't the world's greatest plan. I'll be honest with you. Lauren had Marvelous stop the car as she posed as a sex. I should mention real quick. I'm playing clips from Lainey of True Crime Fan Club podcast. And she's not the brightest podcaster. She thinks Laura's name is Lauren. I promise you it is Laura. So anyway, you got to get past that. Lauren had Marvelous stop the car as she posed as a sex worker. She was immediately picked up and hopped inside the stranger's car. They drove a few blocks, then stopped. The guys, Demarcus and Marvelous, were following behind and stopped when the other car stopped. Demarcus jumped out of the car and fired several shots toward it as it sped away. They followed Lauren and the stranger for a little bit, but eventually gave up. So the idea was she was going to jump in this guy's can car. I, can I say something very yeah. fast? Go ahead. What do you mean disguised as a sex worker? You either take <laughs> yeah. the money or you don't. Bitch. <laughs> right. Okay. I love how that she was immediately picked up. <laughs> like there was a bunch of it was a bunch of Johns waiting. Like holy shit, that's a new one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like that one. Have you guys ever been? To, have you guys ever been to Dayton, Ohio? It makes Syracuse. There's nothing to do. <laughs> Yeah. Why would I go? You could fuck or stage orgies. I love that this plan though. She gets in the car with them, and then her boyfriend's like following behind them. He gets out of his car to start shooting at the car that his girlfriend is in. We don't know if her head's in his lap. We don't know where her head is. He's just shooting at this car, and the guy speeds away. So that didn't really work out. Just get out of the way of the bullets, okay? (laughs) I want you to dress up like a whore and get out of the way of the bullets. I got a plan. So later that evening. We have my buddy uh, Marvelous and his friend Demarcus are walking around, and they happen upon an 18-year-old girl named Danita Gullet. And poor Danita. Danita Gullet? Yeah, that's (laughs) (laughs) They came across 18-year-old Danita Gullet, an innocent Uh, young woman who was in the wrong... All right, it's Gullet. The best (laughs) Gullet. They came across 18-year-old Danita Gullet, an innocent young lady who was in the wrong place at the wrong time. She was at a payphone when the boys approached her with their guns pulled. Demarcus instructed Danita to remove her coat and shoes, and then he shot her, taking her coat and shoes in a final act of pure greed. Danita was a young mother that later died at the hospital. Lauren put on the coat and Demarcus put on the stolen shoes, and they went back yet again to the apartment she was wearing women's filas and demarcus put them on i thought she was wearing pumps <laughs> the dude puts them on he said now this time i'm gonna dress as a sex worker <laughs> and it was immediately picked up so <laughs> so Danita is just an 18 year old girl she's got a two-year-old at home she's using a payphone. they they pull out the guns she's like gives them everything she has by the way she had 50 cents in her backpack they're able to get that so she gives them everything that she Jet has pot. And they shoot her and kill her anyway, which is kind of fucked up. So then they uh, they head back to Bill's apartment, you know, the the drug den that they all hang out mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. They go use that curling iron they picked up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone need a curling iron? Does anyone this know? Is, this is like a cross-dressing story. <laughs> the guy steals her palms. He's got... <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, this guy's got a plan. Kevin's right. We're yeah. Still, we're still on Christmas Eve here everybody they're back at bill's apartment and they're having a little party 
And I guess Heather is dating this other guy, um, Jeffrey Wright. Someone gets a little jealous of that. Heather's boyfriend, Jeffrey Wright, who was at the apartment earlier, returned to the party just before midnight. When Jeffrey came back in, he grabbed Heather by the hair and threw her into the bedroom. DeMarcus didn't like this since he too had a thing for Heather, so he followed the couple into the bedroom. Jeffrey managed to get away and ran from the apartment with DeMarcus chasing him. DeMarcus shot at him four times, but missed. Jeffrey later testified at the murder trial of Marvelous. So... This woman is saying that he missed. I heard that he was shot in the leg a few times. I had this all wrong. I thought it was to be DeMarcus was jealous because she was getting all the attention. And he was wearing his nice new feelings. Yeah. <laughs> you got his hair all curled nice. I curled my hair and everything. <laughs> I'm not going to get a compliment on this? What's, what's going on around here? All right. So they're trying to kill each other. They're killing random strangers. So then the four of they're them. They're a problem, these two. I'll the give four you of them get back in the stolen Buick and return to Joseph's house, the guy that they killed uh, earlier that day, and uh, they decided they needed to switch out stolen cars, which is a good thing when you're on a crime spree. Don't use the same stolen car the whole time. So this guy also owned a Pontiac because of 1992. Of course he did. This fucking guy, <laughs> great taste in cars. <laughs> so they go back to grab a Pontiac. Not my Buick Regal. Now fast It'll take forward. The Sunfire. Fast forward to Christmas Day, Vinny. <laughs> These people know how to celebrate Christmas. So on Christmas Day, Laura's thinking, she's like, all right, now what can we do? Oh, I have a ex-boyfriend, and he's got a pretty nice car. I wonder if I could call him up and uh, get him to hang out with me. Well, guess what ex-boyfriends like to do on Christmas Day? Fuck their ex-girlfriend, apparently, <laughs> because Richmond Maddox fell for this one. That got Lauren thinking about an ex-boyfriend of hers that had money and a nice car. She contacted this young man, Richmond Maddox, and arranged a meetup, and he picked her up in his Chevy Caprice. They began driving, but Richmond immediately noticed a, nice a car, car that seemed to be following them. He was suspicious, but Lauren said it was just some of her family that was following her to make sure she was safe. He didn't believe her one bit and sped up to get away. Lauren reached into her pocket and pulled out a gun shooting Richmond in the head. When Richmond's car crashed into a nearby house, Lauren jumped out and ran toward the car waiting with Marvelous and Demarcus. Richmond Maddox died instantly from the gunshot wound. So this guy's speeding away from these creeps who are following him. And this idiot decides to shoot him in the head while they're speeding. And this 16-year-old girl pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head. Well, she's... Wait, she's the passenger in the yes, car? she's yeah. the passenger in the car. She shoots the driver and he, huh. he crashes... And she mm. hops out of the car like, all right, well, that was fun. Now what? Now what are we doing? Man. Crackheads, bro. Dude, she's yeah. nuts, this woman. All right, so fast forward December 26th, Richmond, Boxing Day. Richmond Maddox does sound like a little douchebag. Yeah, now. Richmond Maddox is probably like 19 years old. Everyone in this story is a teenager, yeah. which is pretty insane. So Boxing Day, they go to a BP station and steal Kathy Henderson's car at gunpoint. Kathy, oh, no, not Kathy's car. Kathy did the right thing of running away or else she would have been killed as well. So. A Chevy Cavalier or a celebrity. That's what she got away in. She got away in her, her Ford Tempo. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Ford Fiesta that she had to put her feet down below the bottom to, to move. All right, so now they have two cars, and the four of them head to another convenience store. Marvelous and Demarcus go into the store, 
And Sarah Abraham, who's who her family owns the store, she's working the cash register. They pull out the guns, and uh, she opens up the cash register. I got 40 bucks, hands it over. They decide to shoot her in the head anyway. And there's a Why couple buck of, tradition? Right. And then there's a couple other guys that are there, and Demarcus. So actually, that was, I should mention, Marvelous is the one who shoots Sarah. And then Demarcus also shot two other people, Jones Pettis and Edward Thompson, who both survived and were able to testify against them afterwards. So you want to kill people dead if you're on a crime spree. Fortunately, this is before Facebook Live, or else I'm sure this would have been all over yeah. the internet. World, well. world star. All right, right now she's pretending to be a hooker. Watch this, YouTube. <laughs> so later Damn. that day, they start thinking about how, you know, they're hanging out with all those friends, the downtown posse. Yeah, man. And they're like, oh, shit. They saw that I had this girl's shoes on, and we had her coat, and they know that we went and shot at Jeffrey the other night. They've witnessed this whole crime spree. This could be a problem. So we should probably do something about that. Stop committing crimes? Wrong. Just the opposite. Aww. They go back to the apartment and pick up Wendy, Wendy Cottrell, who's 16 years old, and Marvin Washington, her boyfriend, who's 18 years old. And they decide, hey, we're going to go out and get some drinks and party. And they're like, oh, sweet. So they get in the cars, and they get some booze, and they're drinking. They're, they're like, oh, man, I got to take a leak. Can we pull over over there so they find this remote gravel pit and bring them out of the car and execute both of them and leave, and leave their dead bodies uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. there. How much do they get off of them? Some shoes? Probably some shoes, a Pocket sock. Change. <laughs> yeah. Some a, uh, the lucky a Bart, foot that wasn't that a lucky. Bart Simpson uh, <laughs> eat my shorts t-shirt. <laughs> they got a cowabunga hat. Yeah. <laughs> the next day they're driving around in one of their stolen vehicles and uh, the police run up behind them, check the license plate. It's a license plate from yet another vehicle that they stole because they swapped the plates. So the police decide to uh, pull them over for this. Now, you would think, based on all of their behavior so far, that this would not go well for this police officer. Well, this is actually interesting. This is uh, the police officer recounting what happened. I disagree. I think these young people have respect for the law. <laughs> Maybe. Retired Police Lieutenant John Huber, now Safety Director at Sinclair, remembers the day he caught them. This is one of the memorable moments I've had working for Dayton. After spotting them on Coomer Avenue in a stolen car. They all cooperated, put their hands up. Uh, I was later to find out from the detectives that Laura Taylor told Marvellus King to shoot me, and he wouldn't. Of course she did. This girl's a fucking problem. Just shoot him. Ah, just kill the cop. She's Let's just keep this thing there. going. She's got like six empty Jolt Cola cans down <laughs> in her feet. She's all fucking tweaked out. God, the 90s ruled. The grand jury indicted. Except for the bills being good. That's the only problem with oh, 92. 92, yeah, they're real good. Losing to the fucking Washington Redskins. Oh, the Redskins. That's another thing from the 90s. Listen, <laughs> could you stop being racist for a minute? Yeah. The, the grand jury indicted Marvelous on eight counts of aggravated murder, two counts each for Joseph Wilkerson, Wendy Cottrell, and Marvin Washington, one count each for Danita Gallette. Right? Gallette? Shut up. And Sarah Abraham. <laughs> he pled guilty. And in 2009 was the 1,000th person to be put to death since 1976. Okay. I believe that they dropped balloons down like when you bowl a 300. It's like, yay, 1,000 dead. Woo! I don't know. I wasn't there. The, okay. <laughs> so I want to wrap this up by giving you guys the reason why they this all started, this whole crime spree and all this shit that these guys did. They wanted money? It was Laura Taylor's idea. Laura Taylor started the crime spree by telling the group, 
let's put some drama in our lives. Detective Burke says they certainly got that. They enjoyed it, uh, they lived it, it made them somebody. It made them the worst free killers in Dayton history. So I just want to point out that truer words were never spoken. That sounded like Amy Sedaris. Then from my friend, Will Smith. Listen, oh boys, don't mean to bust your bubble, but girls of the world ain't nothing but trouble. Amen. True dat. Amen. <laughs> so that's my creep, my Christmas creep, Marvelous Keen and Laura Taylor. Oh, you can only pick one. Yeah, well, then pick Laura Taylor because okay. she's a problem. Laura Taylor. And Marvelous Keen. Who was put to death? And by the way, the other three, Laura Taylor, Heather Matthews, and Demarcus Smith, all wife sentences. Okay. That's for this, good. For this fun little uh, killing spree. Well, you know, kids do make mistakes. That's right. Yeah. And parents, parents just don't just understand. understand. <laughs> yeah, they don't. <laughs> Kevin and I just couldn't wait to get that one. Go home. Smell you later. <laughs> that's, that's not even the same song. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, those poor kids in my story couldn't get the smell out of the couch. He always goes back. You know someone's hitting a bingo card right now. Vinny goes you know, back and references his story after my story's done. That story is funny because did like he put like Christmas pajamas on her and everything. Like, <laughs> drag her out to the couch. <laughs> she was covered in blood from being stabbed by a fucking <laughs> glass coffee table. But she probably had shards of glass sticking out of her. Vinny, we're trying to have a little bit of fun with it. Can you just join along with us? My God, he put her through a table. Put her through a glass table. Oh, my God. Kevin, I just might have it. Hold on a second. Wrestling reference. Kevin, you're not even going to believe it. Great. I actually have Jim Ross calling this whole thing. Go. Oh. Uh, oh. unpredictable. He has no conscience. And Moxley, oh, no. Uh, they're pouring in. He's getting me. Oh, no, no. Not a glass coffee table. How did you forget that? <laughs> Who says I forgot it? Coffee table. I never heard of the ladders, chairs, and glass coffee table smash. <laughs> I guess I'm not that into wrestling. Yeah. As God is my witness, he put her through the table. Good Lord. Speaking of wrestling, here's a plug. Episode two of Vinny Lakes Wrestling is out now on the Carter Fletcher Podcast Network. Very good. Thank you. Look forward to that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can vote thecreepoff.com this week. You could vote for, obviously, William Wallace or Laura Taylor. Is that her name? It is. Laura Taylor. Kevin, do you have anyone you want to bring it all? No, I was thinking... Uh, do you <laughs> Do you guys watch Dateline? You like Dateline? On you show that? Watch that show? On occasion. Yeah. These stories, like Carl's story in, in particular, like, I don't know if you know who Keith Morrison, he's like the old guy. He gets like all like into the stories yeah. and shit. Every time that shit's on, I always like do the impression of him. It's become a, a favorite of our house. And I wish that I could just narrate the story. Um, could you talk about of, how Marvelous Clean, or I'm sorry, Marvelous Keen was gunning down his victims with no remorse? Yeah, I was like, marvelous key. Who many thought was a nice gentleman. But little did she know, she was dating a murderer. Very and, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> any episode with him, that's what it is. It's always like, <laughs> but it's always the same fucking cadence. Got a cadence, yeah. Well, sorry yeah. to throw you under the bus, but uh, my JR clip was way funnier than that. All right, let's move. Fair enough. <laughs> I love you, Kevin. I'm fucking with you. Oh, my God. My God. Take his hands or tapes. His hands or tapes. Good Lord. Good All Lord. My right. God. All do right. We have a sponsor for our voicemail segment. We Benny. certainly do. Great. 
The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. Special thanks to all of you for the 37,000 pairs of shoes that were donated. Thanks to your contribution, the children of Syracuse can now be properly beaten. See you in Syracuse. Those kids in Syracuse are out of control. One of these days, they might try to get out of there. Hey, I, this is my favorite voicemail of the week. You mean week. like Croge? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. My favorite voicemail of the week. Love it. I'll play you my favorite voicemail of the week. Sure. Hey, guys. First time, long time. I was just uh, calling to think about what you guys think about the Bills' um, performance recently and how the Dolphins might catch them. I'll hang up and let you guys answer. How did that get on my board? What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, never mind. So we did that on post. Funny? I'm sorry. Let's just keep going. I was at a bar yesterday. Yeah, and uh, there was a lot of Bills fans. They were watching Carolina Buffalo. Yeah, I was watching the Miami game with my pal, my other pal, Kevin. Yeah, like the Jets were beating them. That was kind of fun. It was not fun. That was fun for so a minute. So Josh Allen had this hit and it got hit. And this guy at this table next to me, he's like, oh, could you believe they hit Josh Allen like that? And I go, sir, I love it. I love watching Josh Allen get knocked around. And he looked at me with just like a, the, the look of a person who's just genuinely nice. Yeah. Who is confused that a stranger would say something like that to them. You're a and bad go, person. And they go, what, what do you mean you like to watch him get knocked around like that? I said, sir, I'm a Dolphins fan. Fuck your team. And then I went back to my bear. You had to explain that to him. Weren't you wearing yes. like 17 articles of clothing that said the dolphins on it? Just a hat with a big puffy dolphin. <laughs> a I've nice turquoise. Blinding them with turquoise. <laughs> yeah. I see the way you dress. It's like a, a third grader who's all excited that his team's playing this weekend. <sighs> I have team spirit. Yes, you do. Well, Buffalo's a fucking clusterfuck. Sorry, buddy. Next voicemail. Carl, what the fuck, man? You're going to bring in Hillary Clinton as your fucking creep? Yeah. And then you're not even going to bring up Adrenochrome once? See? I wanted to hear about some fucking baby blood, dude. Yep, see? Just for that alone, I mean, Vinny got my vote for this week. I mean, that was just a total fucking missed opportunity there. Big fuck up, Carl. Fucking retard. Yep. (laughs) See? I go with all legit things that prove she's a crooked individual, and people, it's like, not far enough. All right. There are some people people who agreed with you. I'm sorry, Vinny. Um, This is the first time I've ever had to vote, Carl. I've been hardcore team being on the whole time, but uh, there's no bigger creep in the world than than Hillary Clinton. I don't know what she can do to come back from this one. Cuzaroo! Cuzaroo! Join the Carl Cuzaroos, my friend. You could have that traitor. I'm just kidding. You're welcome right back in Vietnam. Come I knew you wouldn't leave that like that. Come on back, buddy. You're all right. You're the it's worst. It's a game. All right. What else we got it's here? It's a game. We're off. Man, all these October going into November uh, episodes. Fuck. Tucker Dixon. I always skip through that shitty section or segment. Fuck him. That's terrible. Audio quality sucks. Got this weird fucking music. Cardiff Electric, though, he's the man. He's the number one and only official recap as far as I'm concerned. This is Johnny Rico saying, fuck you, Tucker. So I didn't want Tucker to have a good Christmas, so I made sure to play that. And also, um, Cardiff Electric is not doing a recap for us. I don't know what that voicemail is about. He did a couple times. Oh, very forgettable. But you can listen to <laughs> But you can listen to something very memorable. Vinny likes wrestling on the Guard of Electric Podcast. Any more from you, buddy? No, that's all I got. Well, let's move on to the scum parade, shall we, boys? 
Oh, I feel like I haven't heard that one in forever. It's been I a while. love that jingle so it's been much. A minute. Hey guys, do you know who Devin Rattray is? I did not. Well, you may know him, folks who are listening, because he rose to fame in the early 90s, just like Carl's Creep, as a child actor in the first two Home Alone films. Hold on a second. Rose to fame in Home Alone films. Home Alone films had a lot of famous people in them. Well, if I I'm said sure to we you, could name probably five or six pretty easily off the top of our heads. But if I said to you Buzz from Home Alone, you know exactly who it is. This is not a famous person. I don't know why you picked this for the scum parade. Nothing about this. <laughs> it's a Christmas story. Nothing about this shout scum parade to me. Really? Because he beat up his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he tried right. to strangle her. Well, yeah, but what was she saying? You're not famous anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you were never yeah, famous. Man, never. Yeah. He got arrested twice for apparently beating this woman up. Yeah. They got strangling each other, all sorts of shit. So I just thought that was fun. Buzz from Home Alone just, cheating up his girlfriend. I just thought that was Christmas fun. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. All right. Uh, so Dude's forehead is legit. According to TMZ, his, uh, his rep said nothing physical happened. So I just want to make sure I put that in there. Who was his hmm. rep? It was his, his mom? I don't know. I talked to him. He said that nothing, nothing physical happened. Uh, Little Devin is just a great person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're actually looking at doing a Home Alone reunion movie. Yeah. Without Macaulay, he's not. In. Yeah. Actually, they. If you read that article, he that they did make a movie, like a new Home Alone movie, and he's in it. As what? I, I, uh, home Sweet Home Alone. It's called. That's, is it's, he now uh, forgetting to bring the children with him on a vacation? <laughs> yeah. Is everyone in his family just forgetful? Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone in his family forgot that kid the same way Hollywood forgot Devin. It's funny. It's funny that they're doing a reunion. They couldn't even get Macaulay Culkin's brother. He's too famous to be in that. Yeah, he is now too, isn't he? Yeah. Oh fuck! You know, Most I saw Macaulay Culkin like a couple years ago at Starcast oh, and yeah? uh, Conrad's deal, and uh, Macaulay looking a little like a crackhead. It's a little weird. He's an interesting <laughs> dude. He's a, a big weed head, and uh, he does a podcast that we reviewed. Once. Yeah, with uh, uh, bunny ears or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. He was walking around wearing the bunny ears everywhere he went, and he literally looked like a kind of like a meth head. Hmm. I was like, oh fuck, Macaulay. Macaulay, how you doing? You got to reinvent yourself when you're a child actor. You guys ready to go to Rochester? Yes. In the UK, oh, okay. not Rochester, New York. Kaylee Schmee and her boyfriend Ryan, they went out to the pub and started to have a fight. They, the fight continued until they got home, and according to witnesses, there was a lot of shouting. Ryan went out of their top floor flat to apologize to the neighbors. Apparently there was a lot of people outside, and he opened up the balcony window and started talking to everybody and saying, Hey, sorry about that. And as he was uh, apologizing, his dog Prince came flying out the window... <laughs> And oh. she screamed, take your fucking dog with you. Oh. The tiny eight-year-old Chihuahua Prince was seen plunging 30 feet and is said to have broken his little dog neck in front of horrified Ugh. residents. Now, Vinny, I don't often do this because I don't put as much prep into the show as you do. Be nice to animals. But I went ahead and I got the actual audio from this. Oh, no. I know. Thank you. I know. It wasn't easy to find, but I was able to find it. I mean, he had a good time on the way down, at least. Yeah, I mean, at least he had a wee in him, you know? Yeah. Ryan sat there cradling the pet in his arms, screaming, You've killed my dog. You've killed my dog. The dog died instantly because he broke his neck. When the police arrived, Kaylee claims she was trying to save her dog. 
Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. This dog's suicidal living with these two assholes. <laughs> Do we know yeah, the dog really. can just leap to its death? These two Geordie Shore cunts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Kaylee says that she was trying to save the dog by throwing it out the window. Oh, okay. There you because go. Because apparently Ryan was out of control. The or guy maybe, who was apologizing to everyone for all the noise was out of control. Or maybe she saw someone who was wide open in the parking lot. We don't know. Go deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. They're playing like 500. 200! <laughs> so the uh, police said she wrapped the Chihuahua Prince in clothes to break his 30 feet fall. 30 foot fall. Apparently, the dog was wrapped in some kind of blanket. I don't know. She's. <laughs> if, if you're going to chuck an animal on a window, yeah. put a blanket around it first. Yeah. You want it to get a, catch a chill. <laughs> it's Christmas time. The Chihuahua <laughs> was wrapped in swaddling clothes yeah. and laying uh. in the parking lot. She has not been arrested. Police say the investigation is ongoing. Come on. I, I would think tarred and feathered is what she should be for yeah. hurting a dog. All right. Or thrown out a 30-foot window. Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you decide you are going to be in the service industry, if you're going to take any of these gig jobs, yeah. you realize you're going to meet people you don't like and you just got to fucking deal with it. Well, do you have to deal with it, though? Apparently not if you're an Instacart driver in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. She ran over an elderly couple's groceries after she delivered them and called the police racist pigs on the receipt. Yes. The reason she did this is because she saw a Blue Lives Matter flag in the driveway, police said. Oof. The residents said they placed an order from a local Cub Foods on December 6th and requested delivery via the Instacart delivery service. The Blaine Police Department said in a statement that they stepped outside to meet the driver because they were worried the woman identified as 36-year-old Tara Olivia Plum might get stuck in their snowbound driveway. Police said, but rather than thanking the couple, the purple-haired suspect yelled at them to check the Christmas wreath on the front door where they discovered the offensive holiday message about law enforcement scrolled on their order receipt. The uh, purple-haired woman, do you see uh, the photo of her? Yeah, mm -hmm. not attractive. Quite a looker, huh? No. She looks like a joker. Quite the looker. She looks like me if I had nothing but time and purple Kool-Aid packets. I'm just wondering if maybe, just maybe, she has other issues in her life and she's redirecting her feelings into something that doesn't affect her in any way. Is it possible? Yeah. The when asked for a comment, Tara said, why do they get a load of me? <laughs> <laughs> she looks like the Joker. Yeah, she then she took their groceries and put them under the back wheel of her car and then backed over and ran over them again and then left. I can't believe that these delivery service people don't take their non-jobs more seriously. Don't they want to move up in the company that they don't work for? I don't, <laughs> why is this not happening every fucking day all day long? I have a fun idea of any, something that anyone could do. Spend a day signing up for everything, like Lyft, Instacart, DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates, Seamless, Uber, whatever. Start a bidding war. Just, no, but sign up for each one of those things. I'm not going to do a background check and just fuck with people. I mean, you're yeah. going to get fired from that couple. Who cares? You don't work for them. It doesn't matter. You can just, like, drive over people's groceries, drop them off at the wrong place, leave them hanging for hours. I That's think it'd be a fun, fun. thing. Yeah. yeah, just leave people hanging for hours. <laughs> yeah. So I like the people who use that uh, alcohol delivery service. I forget what that one's called. Oh, did you now? They must have done their job really well if you forgot already. So I think it'd be fun just to, like, show up with non-alcoholic beverages. That would piss some fucking people <laughs> off. Just a two-liter like Coke. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I got your ginger ale. <laughs> yeah. And you ordered some Sunny D. Like, sir, I I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you have a problem if you're ordering alcohol to be delivered to your house. That's why... 
Why don't you drink the Coke instead? Let me tell you about Jesus. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> the picture on this is hilarious because she ran over the groceries, but nothing is damaged. There's like, <laughs> so there's a fucking like, thing of, of cottage cheese or something. The fucking wrapper is still on the top of it. That's the easiest thing to run over. Is the yeah. cottage she didn't cheese. squash any. There's a Canada Dry can that's fine. She's got fucking unripe fucking or bananas there that haven't been run over. Was she riding a rickshaw? What did she? <laughs> you didn't have anything to fucking any weights to put over this fucking groceries. She was more damaged. You just like stomped on it with both feet. <laughs> right, right. So the worst thing she could get for this, let's say she did destroy all of their groceries, left a nasty note. Worst thing she could get for this. What do you think it is, Carl? Um, she's no longer allowed to deliver groceries for Instacart. 90 days in the slammer. Oh, okay. That's something. What? 90 days in the slammer. She won't get anything, by the way. Yeah. If she's found guilty, she could face up to 90 days. They said it was for destruction of property. Probably not going to happen. Probably but, nothing. I mean, Probably nothing. I will say this. She did fuck with people who were supporting the police, so it's mm -hmm. probably not going to be a good look if it goes to the DA. Well, that's a good point. So that's we'll see point. what happens. I hope she gets 90 days in jail. That'll be funny for everyone. <laughs> I want to see how her, how her purple hair looks after 90 days. Yeah, I think it'll grow out a bit. They, she might not be able to find someone who can touch up her roots. Uh, Carl, you've been married a long time. Kevin, you've been mar you're married now. Seems like forever, Vinny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been married a for, long time. For number two. Yeah. Time number two, yeah. Kevin's on his second turn on the, uh, the old go-kart track. <laughs> but James J. Peak of 58 of Nutley, New Jersey. This guy may have lived the dream, may have scratched something off his bucket list. Because he beat his mother-in-law to death over two days recently. A woman named Barbara Bazone in the home he shared with her and Pika's husband. Uh, so apparently James was married to Barbara's son. Yes. He's charged with first-degree murder and the death of Barbara Bazone in their home he shared with her and Pika's husband. Now, Pika called 911 on Tuesday to report that he killed his mother-in-law and that her body was on the floor of the living room. According to an affidavit of probable cause filed by police... When the officers arrived, they found Pika sitting on the porch with, quote, visible injuries on his hands. Yep. Yeah. So he beat the shit out of a 78-year-old so bad that his hands were fucked up. I have to say that on the Oculus, if you guys have the Oculus Quest, Fisticuffs with the Mother-in-Law is my favorite game. It's better than Drunken Bar Fight. It's better than any other game. Just beat the shit out of your mother-in-law. Drunken uh, Bar Fight is why I want an Oculus. It's worth it. Trust okay. me. It's fun. So... Pika told detectives he lived with his husband and the mother-in-law in the home and that his husband also required Pika's care. He was sleep-deprived from being the sole caretaker, and he had, quote, a bad temper. Well, no shit. He admitted to hitting the woman in the head and body, and that when she fell to the floor, he kicked her in the head multiple times. Pika stated that he hit the victim some yesterday and that she had bruises from the assault. The affidavit states he said he continued hitting her today. Pika told police that his husband had nothing to do with the beating and was begging him to stop and call the police. So he just like went back to bed, woke up and was like, ah, I'm going to get her again. The night before, he's like, to be continued, bitch. Rest up, whore. He made, he made her pancakes and then beat her after she was done eating. No! Davis mother-in-law, the old lamb, ram, and dong, huh? I'm guessing this granny was not a good chef. So, you ready for this? Yes. Again, another story. Her death remains under investigation. Hmm. 
I feel like I have uh, some clues. Yeah. <laughs> there is a confession here. There's a confession. There's beating marks all over this woman. Wouldn't it be great if it's just because it's like Christmas time, cops are being a little extra generous? They're just like, yeah, I want to do all this paperwork. Yeah. They, want, they need some time off, too. Hey, listen, man. My mother-in-law's a real pain in the ass, too. Hey, enjoy your holiday. Later, James. All right. Put wow. it in that ice. Got to pass. Oh, I thought you were talking for yourself. I'm no. like, uh, we might want to keep an eye on this one. No. <laughs> My mother-in-law is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> My mother-in-law is great. Why are you laughing so hard? No, she's great. Why are you laughing so hard? That's <laughs> great. It's really cool. So let's yep. close out the scum parade today. I got one more story. I threw in an extra one because Ooh, yeah. that that buzz story kind of did suck. So <laughs> a Maryland man reportedly fatally shot his pregnant ex-girlfriend and wife on Saturday before taking his own life. And he did it on Facebook Live. Mm. He didn't do the murders on Facebook Live, but he confessed. And I have this video. This is one of the most chilling things I've watched in a while. Before you play that, I just want to say that um, TikTok expressed their concern that Raji didn't use their platform to create this viral video. In a statement, the CEO of TikTok said, We hope to be the go-to streaming app for all murder suicides and crime sprees in the coming months and years. They have that song on there just for killing people you like. It's what is that? A, B, C, D, E, F, U. That new one. It's a lot of fun. You're talking to two boomers who oh, have no idea yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, what? Be, like you could murder your girlfriend to the Island Boys song. There you go. That that was, there you go. With, yeah, that. There you go, Peepaw. <laughs> I mean, let me give you a little more uh, information before okay. we play the video. He shot his ex-girlfriend, Tara LeBang, 41, in a Baltimore residence before traveling to a Columbia apartment to murder his ex-wife, Wendy Black. Responding officers found both Blacks deceased in a vestibule of the apartment. Wait, uh, what? So, <laughs> so basically, this guy went over to his pregnant ex-girlfriend's house and shot Tara, the, the, the girlfriend who was pregnant, in the head. And yeah, but what, are the, what does the race have to do with any of this, Benny? I don't know why, yeah, you, I don't said, know why you're saying that there were two blacks there. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Jeez. That was his last name. Oh! Okay. oh. It's, it's, it's Rajay Black. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Responding officers found both blacks deceased, like I said, in the vestibule of the apartment. And he went on Facebook Live between the slayings mm. uh, to explain why he was carrying out the murder-suicide. And the suspect explained how his ex-wife had accused him of molesting their children during a three-year custody battle. He then says he and his pregnant ex-girlfriend got into an argument that entailed her making similar threats regarding custody. Quote, anyway, I just did something crazy, he says during the live stream. Could you so, imagine getting the notification that he's live and you're like, oh, this guy's always boring. I'm not going to watch it. It's like, damn it, I missed it. People are sending up those like little emojis. <laughs> <laughs> little little knife emojis. Uh, if you don't want me to kill my ex-wife, super chat. <laughs> you give me stars. Yes, yeah, stars. <laughs> All right, here's the video. So meet, you know, and start dating somebody new and she got pregnant. And, um, you know, we got in a fight. The first thing she does, she's threatening that she's going to do the same thing. You're never going to see your kids, blah, blah, blah. It's the holidays, man. I don't have no family, nothing. Anyway, I just did something crazy, man. I just shot my ex-girlfriend in the head, yo. Um, it felt like a dream. Like, I never thought I would be that guy. Um, I can't go to prison, so... The person that really started my depression and all of this is my ex-wife. 
So she next. People's emotions, man. Yep. Don't lie on these men. It's fast forward a little bit. Oh, here's my ex-wife right here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Today's the day. Wow. Oh, Today's shit. the day, he says to her. That's crazy. Ugh. That is one of, yeah, it's not a fun one. That's some crazy shit right there. Yeah. Yikes. So his two kids were there as well when this happened. Neither of them were harmed. He's oh, dead. Oh, they're harmed. Oh, yeah, they're harmed. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They're harmed. He is dead. Two women are dead. Kids are without their parents. It's fucking Christmas, everybody. Can we please lock up Mark Zuckerberg, please? Somebody get on this? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Scum Parade for this week, and I believe that takes us to the finale of today's show, where Carl spins the wheel. Oh, fuck Ooh. me. I didn't forget this time. I thought you were going to forget. Yeah. No. no, I would have remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Kevin here? Hey, Carl, why don't you read everybody what's still on the wheel? Okay, let's take a look here and see. Now, listen, there's one that I am going to discuss that maybe we change, but you okay. got it. Okay, so I'm going to start here with Purple. We got a uh, podcast series. Yep, That's my one choice. that you've spawned a couple of times. Yeah, I get to pick what series you do. The Drive to Gary, Indiana is on here. Yep. Tom Meyer's Restaurant is on here. Yep, you have to go to Baltimore and have lunch with Tom Meyer's. The Bunny Hop, recreating the video. The Chris Chan Bunny Hop. Chris Chan Bunny Hop. Yep. The Stuttering John Book Report. Now, this is the one Which I'm getting more and more prepared for. I think we're going to need to erase that one and change it. I still like it. You still got to write a book report. I have one I would like to propose. Kevin, you could vote on this. All right. All right. Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Has just uh, announced her OnlyFans this week. <laughs> and I think you should have to buy a one-year subscription to Rachel oh, Dolezal's OnlyFans. Yeah. And give us monthly updates on what old Rachel's up to. <laughs> All right. That's kind of funny. Okay. Rachel Dolezal is on there. How much is how much is an annual subscription to Rachel? That's not my problem. I'm not submitting it today. <laughs> What's this next one? It just has a dollar sign. What yeah, is that? that's uh, I get your half of the Patreon. Oh, money. right. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. That sucks. Yep. Um, semenology. Yep, you have to buy the Semenology cookbook, the autographed copy for yep. $100, and be seen reading it in public. Correct. Uh, I have to put truck nuts on my truck. Yep. Nuts. <laughs> yep. Until you spit again. The two-hour handcuff music challenge. God, I want you to just hit that one. You've been so wanting bad. that one for about a year now. And boy, do I have a plan for you all lined up. But didn't you ask me what my favorite like song was or something yeah. like that? Did yeah. you want to ruin it for me? And just make you on... listen to it for two yeah. hours on a loop. Yeah, it's, it's like the way you get people to quit smoking. Like, hey, you smoked the whole fucking cart. You're like, oh yeah, you like the Beatles, do you? Not after today, you won't. I might make you listen to that stupid, the bills make me want to shout out. Oh, so, God. Oh, that would yeah. ruin you. Oh, I fucking hate that. That's a taste of your own fucking medicine. Uh, oh, I hope you get that. You're a evil uh, person. I know. You're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Next. <sighs> knife Edge Chops. From Colin Delaney, former WWE superstar. Shirtless Knife Edge Chops. Three of them to be exact. One, two, three. Bog his, his hands will be tight. Yeah, I'm going to have him tape his hands, too. Good God. Um, all right. And then we have my favorite, Pass the Spin. This is where uh, there's a twist. And Vinny has to come in here and spin the wheel instead of me. Twist. Which would be awesome. Uh, we still have the Vic and Seamus stand-up on here. Yeah, because we never did Vic's stand-up. Mm, okay. Well, what do you want to put on there instead? I don't know. I don't know. Eh. Oh, no, I know what we changed that to. We changed it, right? Yeah, we did. Cardiff Electric will write you set for you. Okay. The Cardiff Electric stand-up challenge. Okay. Sounds okay. good. 
dinner with a listener. Fucking gross. And go to church. Hallelujah. Are our options. Listen, Christ. when you spin the wheel, I want to see both of your hands in the camera frame. Because I don't quite trust oh, you. Stop it. No, I'm not kidding. I want to see both your hands up. Ready? <laughs> it's just like when you make the hooker clap the entire time we're in the bathroom. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Every 10 <laughs> seconds, bitch. <laughs> God damn it, Vinny. You start trusting people like hookers and your co-hosts. Nope. <laughs> uh, listen, there's one of those two people are way more trustworthy than the other. And I'm going to tell you what. Porsche's a nice girl. Keep going, Carl. Spin that wheel. And around and around it goes. Where it stops, I hope it's past the spin. Oh, there goes past the spin. Not going to happen. Oh, shit! Yes! Oh, it's <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Oh, no! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> now, what did we decide that I would have to give you your half until I was able to win another series, right? That's what we did say, but I'm willing to go one month on you because it's your birthday. Oh, dude. I, I think you should make it. I'm, I'm not trying to give you more money, but I think you should make it until I win a series. I should put more pressure on Fine. You. Don't you think? Fine. I'll take your money that long if you oh, want to do that stupid. Fuck me. I can't believe you vote for Hillary Clinton. Come on! And, and with that money, he's going to buy your OnlyFans subscription. <laughs> Jackpot! <laughs> That's going to be your tip. I'll buy you one just to be a nice guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. And the, the sheer joy on your face is so enraging. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Fucking hate you so much. <laughs> hey, show everybody your birthday gift I got you today. Oh, show everybody how nice of a guy I am. Vinny's I'm not such a complete a asshole. Guy. Because sometimes White Claws, you know, 5% alcohol, when you drink 20 of them, is still not enough. So you got to get the Surge, Yep. which is the 8%. I never know which way to go with this Yep, camera. I got you. Ooh, I got I to gotta tell the wife about those. No, I don't think you should. <laughs> and just and in case of your favorite. Black Cherry. Yeah, that'll last you till tomorrow. Yep, you got I'll be two good. cases of White Claw. Yep, my afternoon is uh, spoken for now. Ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this was a fantastic episode. Thank you for uh, listening to The Creep Off. We wish you and yours the merriest Creepmas. Remember, uh, don't be a cunt. It's Christmas. And uh, until next time, it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice, Vinny. Kevin, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Kevin. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a
Cut, 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 cut. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.